Oh, happy holiday greetings. It's Dave Zorko with Fatterday Omaha. Sure is blustery out here. Uh, we hope you're safe and warm, and, and I can safely say that on this episode, you'll be listening to one of the top meals the Fatterday crew has ever had. We ate at Yoshitomo. Dave Yoshitomo, Utterback, has been nominated for the prestigious James Beard Award, and he and his staff gave our first annual Fatterday feast of that holiday wonder. The full compliment of Fatterday, that, that being myself, Sam and TJ were given the gift of an experience we won't forget. Our minds and hearts were truly touched in the form of a wonderful meal, so uh, hang on to your fork and your, your scarf and stay right where you are. Fatterday Omaha will be right back. Uh, keep listening if you're hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Oh, oh, oh! What? What is Frank? Oh, oh, oh. Fatty oh, Christmas. My, my goodness! The jolly fat man is upon us. Yeah, that's that would be Frampton. Um. So, anyway, I am also too a jolly fat man. I might be that as well. I've I've been eating pretty good lately. Tis the season to be eaten, I suppose. So, you uh, gentlemen. So, Saturday Omaha here, obviously. Uh, and we've we've got the full crew. Dave here. Sam over here. TJ over here. And we were fortunate enough to have the the first annual Saturday feast of winter we're all able to eat in the same <laughs> space and we are together to talk about some food because we had an epic holiday outing at Yoshitomo uh, located at 6009 Maple Street Omaha Nebraska and uh, a very jingly zip code at 68104 gentlemen um, Sam, you're, you have a, a very nice hat on right now. Is this true? You're, you're in the mood. I am in the mood and I will just let you know that I have affectionately giving our, uh, whatever you called it, a moniker of Mary Fat, Fatmas. Mary, Mary Fatmas. Mary Fatmas. Mary Fat, Fat, Fat Mass, if, if you're nasty. Ma, ma, I think there's two <laughs> S's in that mass too, cause it's... <laughs> It's uh, yes, Merry Fatmas to, to 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 Omaha, to the surrounding areas, to anyone tuning in listening to us. Merry Fatmas. May your holiday be full of disgustingly unhealthy and healthy eats and gorge gorge until you bulge, you know? <laughs> it's it is the season. Tis the season. And we uh I, I optionally, I, you know, sensible amounts of extremely tasty food. I'm just saying you you could do that too. Although, ah, we'll talk about the Wagyu in a bit. <laughs> well, you know, somehow, somehow, and, and, you know, we can get towards this towards the, the end of the show as well, but I think we, there was concentrated Saturday essence uh, located in this meal due to us being, first of all, co-located, the, uh, the environment, the spot, and everything, which is Yoshitomo uh, of dark stained wood throughout with bright lights behind where the sushi chefs, which uh, may be interesting to say five times fast, are, are located. No, don't. I've tried. <laughs> don't, yeah, just people. <laughs> I think I broke my tongue once trying that. Um, I think 
I think I need a fatter day, you know, party hat too. So so hold on. Live. We're gonna we're gonna get the hat. Hold on. I'm I'm going to go get the hat. And I, I don't know if it's the coolest Sans hat, but but there it is. Okay, okay, okay. I got my hat. I got my hat. I got my hat. Is that is that okay? It's it's, it's a official. burger. It's, it's a it's wearing, certainly yeah. suitable, but more of an all seasons kind of deal. It it is. In fact, why aren't you wearing that every fatter day? Oh, I I should wear a giant burger hat every fatter day. Oh, I believe you should. I mean, you can you can add festive things, or 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 maybe maybe <laughs> like when it's a a lesser holiday, you can hold the pickles or something. I don't know. Oh. Or or. You know, we do have secret identities outside of the, the radio broadcast world. And, you know, when, when rappers enter in closings, they're like, we in the building. When you walk in with that hat, you could be like, fatter day. We in the building. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And it'll either, this hat will either uh, command respect or completely the opposite because no it, it it commands all types of respect it, any 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 foodie worth their calories would know <laughs> bow down to the hat <laughs> worth worth their calories that is that is nice um that shows your hat by the way thanks I, uh, so our our official our official fatter day feast here the the merry fatmas uh meal I uh, we we definitely need to make this an annual thing, but uh, it, you know, we we always ask if we should talk about the food, and we should definitely talk about the food because we got an excellent cross sampling of an amazing menu. We even got things that uh, waved back at us. That 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 was kind of next level too. But we'll we'll get that there. was interesting. Yes, I haven't had something that kind of fun since we've been to Ica. So yeah, I, I was I was I was mis mis mysticized. I was mystified. <laughs> Well, mystified. The, those are the type of, you know, Mary Fatmas miracles that happen this time of year is when your food when your waves, food back, waves you. back to you. Yes, yes. And I believe you it's are. Like, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just my, my, my food was like, Mary Fatmas. Oh, thanks, little buddy. <laughs> yeah. And I think at Eco, you were hearkening back to the uh, Hot Rocks uh, appetizer with uh, sizzling beef on top of real rocks and, and oh, yeah. juices of tastiness flowing everywhere. So. That's that's cool. Uh, well, let us start talking about roles and food and non-roles and things that we got. Well, with this this with this being uh, the Mary Fatmas yes. uh, extravaganza. Yes. I just want to I just want to paint a picture for for everyone out there who may be in the mood for a little magical snow yes. uh, winter wonderland type thing. So imagine if you will <clears throat> a path that goes through Benson, over the hills of concrete and through the bar-ridden main drag. Woods. You go to this little magical workshop called Yoshitomo. Were the winds like and blowing the, too? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, the, there was glitter, st stardust glitter in the sky. Yeah. It was real bright. I was I was guided by the fat in my heart. I mean, the, the, the North Star is what it was, I think it was. <laughs> So I'm making the trek and I open the door and I walk into Dave Yoshitomo's workshop and it is a magical cabin because uh, it is very cabin-esque in there and there, there's there's worker sushi elves behind the behind the table constructing constant sushi for all the good boys and girls and patrons that have come to 
Dave Yoshitomo's delicious, delicious workshop. And I have Yoshitomo. to say, I have to say, in, in the spirit of so many uh, TV specials that, that occur this time of year, I was sitting at the table. And it was, Your heart grew three sizes that day? Uh, well, no, because it was actually pretty healthy. So it's sitting behind the table. I was facing the door, and as Sam said, it was a blustery evening outside, but I was warm inside, and then I saw the visage of Sam step up and open the door and came on in, and he strode forth to my table. It was like, oh, the guests are arriving, and here was Sam, and Sam and I got a talk, and we ordered some nice beverages and conversed about wonderful things, magical things, things that no one has ever seen before. And then here comes TJ and sat down, and there we were, the, the three of us, Saturday, together, ready to eat whatever was on this menu because there were amazing things on this menu. And now that we have described thusly the North Pole Oak, the sushi chefs, spry behind the counter preparing things for us let us indeed tell people about food and this is just next level gentlemen i i think sam there was a motion some type of descriptor at the end, end of the meal that you you did with your your gradation of or gradation of, of hands where it's like there's sushi here there's sushi here this is sushi and an experience at a different thing way up here yes Sushi, yes. like every place that I've been to, and I am a sushi connoisseur of the local Omaha area. I don't think there's a joint in town I haven't tried. And if there are, if there are they're probably new or newer. But any sit-down sushi restaurant that I've been to has, has all been kind of in the same ballpark. And then Yoshitomo sits high upon the mountain crest and looks down on its peasants-like I am the king. TJ, I'm gonna let you go first. All right, I'm a, I'm a way in as we often do on Saturday. The, the aburi wegu. It it it, it's really hard to rate it properly because, I haven't had a bite, of this type of this quality, and it was the first of the evening, so it, uh, it was it set the tone and. Also, that first bite when you're hungry is always just a bit above, so perhaps hunger is the best sauce. However, it was really good. Um, it's, it's the one I'm still thinking about afterwards, that lightly warmed uh, kind of crosshatch wagyu with the, uh, the nigiri, sorry, I, I want to say nigiri, nikiri uh, soy sauce over it. And the uni butter, it's kind of hard to you. You're hit by a few distinct flavors in there, as you bite into it. You're you're hit by the the deep umami flavor. You're hit by the richness of it, the texture. And Sam, I'm very curious as to your specific notes on texture, even though I know your feelings on the overall bite. But the I I really love that. Uh, honestly, fairly fatty, very tender texture of the thing with just a little bit of toothsomeness to it and that deep 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 savory flavor again i'm still thinking about this it's so so beefy so the the outer bit that's just a little bit torched uh 
hits you, and then you get that that beefiness on the back end there, and the uni butter in it, and the rice to kind of, you know, bring everything together. Just every every section of that little tiny bite that your your tongue touches is almost a new experience in and of itself. And I will probably repeat this multiple times, uh, whether accidentally or on purpose, it will be a theme, is the fact that things are brought out as they are ready. This benefits from that as much as anything does, because we had a chance to take this wonderful little bite and sit and just savor and let it kind of rest on the tongue and enjoy it. Sam, what you got? Well, <clears throat> you know, fat frost just came and punched me in the mouth. You know when fat frost comes floating by and he just waves his wand and grease strips out of it? <laughs> <clears throat> you know, across the fat wonderland. Um, I, I thought much like Jack Frost being responsible for ice crystal patterns on the window, perhaps fat frost was uh, responsible for the beautiful cross hatching in this uh, piece of fatty, delicious, he rich, meaty goodness. He doesn't pack a fillet knife in his upper vestige for nothing. <laughs> um, with 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 these, almost every single thing we ate this evening, this will also be a repeat description. The bites that we had came in layers. Like I would taste something. And it would be delicious, and then something would follow it, and then something would follow right after it. That is the mark of magic. That is the mark of excellence. Um, when you take a bite into the Aburi Wegu, you get hit with that, that uni butter flavor, that soy. But the butter hits first, the soy to me hits second, and then the Wegu hits you third, and the Wegu sits in your mouth with this char, this, this smoke, the, the, the torch that they hit it with. And it is absolutely delicious. This, these deep of flavors, I don't think I've experienced before eating sushi in my entire life. These are just saturated with, with flavor and balance and layers and good gravy. I believe in the fatness miracle. I just believe. The, what a what a great way to to lead off. And if if you're listening to this and you've never tried sushi before because raw fish scares you, okay, just come here and order order this because it's not raw fish. It's wagyu beef and it's delicious. Uh they do not have an an oven. Oh yes, there's a a, a little a little hand up in in the back of the Christmas play. In the back of the Fatmas play. Yes, go ahead. Now, TJ did inquire about how I felt about, I'm guessing, the consistency with it being... Indeed, this was probably the fattiest cut we've had, and I was was waiting for for negatives, and I never even saw a hint of one on your face, but I am curious. Because there are If there was any negative in that texture. the flavors were so magical. What is texture? What is texture? It's flavor. This is this is flavor is the name of the game. I noticed nothing but these delicious layers of, of different things that happened to my mouth. It was so busy, my brain had no chance 
to be like, is there fat in this? Because I looked at it and it looked beautiful. It looked like, uh, I can't even explain it. It's just, it's so good. It's, that is, that is, I can't overstate how much of a testament that is, uh, given Sam's general feelings on fatty meats. Um, I, I looked at that cut and went, this is a very fatty cut and I am going to absolutely love it. And I am afraid that it's going to ruin it for Sam. And no, the flavor was so good that, ladies and gentlemen, Sam doesn't care. I did it's not delicious. care. 100%. And you know, you know what we did after, you know, we had our, our you know, two, two beefs a eaten. Uh, we followed that up <laughs> with, with four beefs a platen. Because we, right after the Abori Wagyu, we're like, what do we need? More beef. We went with the Baraniku, which is a 72-hour aged Wagyu short rib, smoked reu, and yuzu, yuzu kosho. Now, TJ, you're the closest to anyone we have that can actually uh, speak Japanese because you have studied a little uh, so you can always... I, I read the first few pages of a book, yes. <laughs> you, you're the only one that can say furikake, the, the closest uh, to any of us, So because I end up rolling R's, and I don't think that's a thing. So anyway, this was like... I, it is similar to the Abori Wagyu, but maybe a little smokier, definitely beefy, uh, and, and I... Th- think it had that little bit of maybe it was the yuzu kosho on top was just a little bit of there's a little bit more heat if i remember correctly this was actually a four four bite roll so we all got one or four bite four piece plate i should say where the abori wagyu is is two so we got to divide these up a little bit differently i i've got a hard time between this one and the abori wagyu they were both really really good just saying. What's that, TJ? Ah, boo, di. Thank you. Well, you, you can say re if you have to. Oh, oh okay. Well, I, like I Ar- said, arbory wagyu would be wagyu from a tree. <laughs> the arbol wagyu. Arbory. Oh yes. Okay. So, it, ooh, I, I'd try some arbol wagyu. <laughs> it's only only fed with the finest trees. Um, I I really like this as well. It it doesn't have the uni butter on top, so it may not hit all those same notes, but I I seem to recall a few things. Sam with the abori ragu, you you said that that flavor just stayed around your palate and mouth and and just hung there and was delicious. And I would agree. And the baraniku also just had I I don't know, man. Just excellent beefiness maybe not quite as tender as the first roll but still just absolutely delicious dave yes what do we have next well let us travel away from from the beef which man i i'd like to travel back i i'd eat it right now um but let us talk about something quite different the hama toast the hama toast is yellowtail then it is served atop a small piece of sourdough bread. But not just any sourdough bread. It is sourdough bread soaked completely in brown butter. And this little guy is a treat. 
uh, two bites uh, on this one as well. I think we've I think we got two orders of the Hama toast because I wanted these, so I think we got four total uh, pieces with this uh, order. And the brown butter soaked bread is its own unctuous, chewy, tasty bite. And then the yellowtail for me, because it is served atop, where you talked about a harmony of flavor, on this one, I sort of get like a call and response. Counterpoint. Yes. Oh. I, I, or a call and response where it's like bread over here and then the yellowtail's like, yeah, yeah. And then it's bread over here and then like, yeah, yeah. Like they're working together, but they're two <laughs> separate efforts. And so, because when you take the bite, it's almost like you get the bread soaked with butter on, and I mean, who doesn't like bread and butter? And this is brown butter, so fantastic. On one side of the mouth, and then you've got its raw yellowtail on the other, and it's a cold, hot bite, two different flavors of a mild fish, and then a deeply butter-flavored bread, and they it just is fun and tasty and delicious, and I have never had anything quite like that. Gentlemen, how was your a toast? Uh, if if I may take this one, just because, Dave, I, I kind of like your counterpoint, and I'm really thinking that real hard because I, or not, sorry, not even the counterpoint, the call and response, because what I got was the the butter soaked about halfway up, actually. I'm not even going to say completely uh, from from the bottom up to about half, maybe a little bit further into that little sourdough bite. So you get that that buttery sourdough note first, and then you get the yellowtail all through, and then it finishes off with that sourdough flavor. This is another thing where a lot of it, for me personally, is wrong. Um, I like sourdough, but only in so many applications. Of course, butter is good, but... Butter and sushi is odd to me. Butter and actual raw fish is odd to me. And I am, ask me to go through the entire potential list of uh, various types of fish that I have had on sushi in the past and pick one to get rid of its yellowtail every time. I am not a big fan of yellowtail. So what you have here is that, that uh, kind, of a, kind of a wide crumb, uh, darker color brownish sourdough with the brown butter on bottom topped with a, a pretty generous portion of a minced kind of uh, of yellowtail cut up very fine which actually suits itself very well to yellowtail uh, since I frequently it's it's a little bit of a tougher chew and this makes it you, you still get that chew that you do with sushi you're still very aware that it is very 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 fresh uh, but it certainly is a nicer mouthfeel. It's it's a much uh, much easier to work your way through fish, so it's a a much more pleasant texture in this mince than it would be whole. And I want to say just a little bit of something green on top. I'm guessing small scallions or chives or something. Those I barely noticed. They were more uh, more eye candy than flavor. But the interesting part was it was a very uh, I don't know how politically correct it is to say it this way these days, but kind of an East meets West thing. These very familiar Western flavors in the sourdough and the butter. And that's very assertive at first. And then I get that a very, very mild yellowtail uh, flavor that I'm used to as a sushi, you know, Eastern Japanese type flavor. And I, I get a big hit of that. And it's cooling 
and it's it's almost more textured than anything. The flavor is very, very mild. And then on the back end, in comes this sourdough in return. A Western familiar, different Japanese, and then back in comes that sourdough again, which was a very interesting experience. Uh, probably my... This, this should say something about the whole meal. My least enjoyed bite of the night and still delicious and thoroughly interesting. Sam here. Sam here on Saturday, Omaha. You're just sitting back there by the little fat fire there, keeping warm? Uh, yes, I was sitting by the air fryer and uh, putting my hand up. <laughs> by the fist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay, staying warm. Um, you know, there, there's a few items, a few descriptors that I've had over the years where it started off with early bird and their bacon flight. Yeah, I said... Now, if I could just get a bowl of this at the movies, just a bowl of bacon flight, oh I would. My. That would make me happy. Uh, if you believe in miracles, if you believe in the will of good man, I humbly request that you fill a nice Tupperware bowl full of hama toast <laughs> for me to eat leisurely while I enjoy either The Matrix or Spider Man coming up in the next two weeks. Please and thank you. I didn't know. I needed sourdough with my fresh slice of yellowtail, let alone soaked in brown butter. Brown butter? You take a bite, your mouth is confused yet tantalized yes. at what's going on in your Agreed. mouth. Um, it hits you with that, that brown butter, then it hits you with the sourdough, then it hits you with the yellowtail, then it hits you with the sourdough, then it hits you with the brown butter, back to the sourdough with a little bit of yellowtail at the end. This was a game changer. I absolutely loved it. Well said. Well said. So all the all the gifts that you got a chance to unwrap so far, brought out under the the sushi tree, uh, <laughs> have have been good. And and again, so different. And speaking of different, yet again, how about the Royale spicy salmon, cucumber, crab, avocado, soy chili aioli, ponzu, and sambal salsa. Torched, whack, covered, <laughs> whack. Oh, hey, Dave here again. Uh, we got to take a little bit of a break, but uh, we want to thank all of you for staying with us through 2021, and we're almost at 2022. And happy holidays to all, and we hope you're staying warm and staying happy, and and have good things to eat and and good interactions with your family and friends. So. Hang on to your fork, your scarf, and hang on through these messages, and Saturday Omaha will be right back. Oh, hey, Dave Zorko here. Saturday Omaha is back on our episode with Yoshitomo. We were talking about the delicious sushi we had, so uh, we'll, we'll get right back to it. Hope you're warm. How about the Royale? Spicy salmon, cucumber, crab, Avocado, soy chili aioli, ponzu, and sambal salsa torched. Whack. Covered. <laughs> whack. Whack. Big roll comes out, covers a plate. That sambal that's on the outside with the torch, it's got beautiful, like, lava, orange red, or red orange, depending on which Crayola crayon you pull out of the box, with slight torch marks on it. Because they've hit it with that, they're back there, man. They are they are propane torch like experts. You hear them back there, they're like, yeah. Every forty five seconds, you hear a torch pull. You know, definitely not a, a very strong 
fishy taste in in any of this role. Kind of a more mild role, but then, bam, with the sambal salsa torched on top, just changes it and makes it a whole different experience and way different from the Hama toast. Sam, what did you think about this guy? This this was our our East meets West meets Mexico role. I really enjoyed this because I am a worldly man. Being multiracial, I enjoy flavors from mayonnaise all the way to habanero. Um, things are crazy here. Uh, spicy salmon, cucumber, crab, avoca- crab and avocado, the soy chili aioli, the ponzu, and then salsa on top. What? This is just all types of craziness. And again, here's the thing. The flavors come at you in waves. You don't get this mixed soup of flavor where it's all been basted and just sitting together in some bowl somewhere. It's all just complex flavors boxing for dominance inside your pie hole. And man, this is tasty. This was, this was that, uh, the, the kick in the teeth that you need for, for an experience on, on, on living some life and uh, having having a little little excitement in there, a little little burn, a little let you know that uh, yeah, you're alive. A little pain is good. This for me was the from a distance anyway. Definitely was the most visually striking, and I really liked the 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 black torch marks. But uh, let us travel to something that is a, a little more mild. And this one had quite an impression on Sam, if I remember correctly, as as most of these have as well. But the Haru. Uh, salmon, cucumber, ginger, shallot, Japanese mint, uniboshi, plum, and soy paper. Sam, you noticed something that I, I kind of caught in the background, but you had it figured out right away, and I think it was the uh, the thing that really hit you different on this one. So if you don't mind, I'd like to hear your description first. This this is what I would call, th- this role particularly, this was the star the, the, the bright light in the sky. Not that it's an actual star of the show, but if I had to put a flavor descriptor on it, it is bright. It is cheerful. It is... I, I, with, with sound, I'm the same way. That, that's a brown sound. That's a green sound. That's, that's a yellow sound. This, this, is, this is shining, shimmering silver. This is like a, a very... I don't, tangy is not the right word. But it is a cleansing punch to your palate is a good way to put Very it, I guess. Fresh. Very, Very fresh. Very fresh tasting. All the way through. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the Japanese mint is what, what hit me when I took my bite because I knew I'm familiar with, with ginger, with shallot. Um, again, with the plum, but I, I really didn't notice the plum and that could be because umeboshi is, is, is salted plum. So maybe those two flavors fought with each other. And maybe it was just a, 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 a note, like a in the background somewhere. But uh, this, I've really enjoyed this, just because again, this is we had we had the beef flavor, the the, the deep beef flavor. We had the the spicy hot flavor with the previous roll. This one is the bright, shiny, in the star, just fresh tasting. It's it's you you just took me everywhere. <laughs> you took me all over the Fatmas Village seeing all the sights and we're not even done yet. And it was the mint that you noticed cuz I I was actually mildly embarrassed that that wasn't the thing cuz there was this nice herbaceous freshness yeah. in there somewhere and I couldn't quite like oh oh and then you said there's Japanese mint like 
Oh, that's what it was. And that is, there are two things that stand out for me the most on this. Again, I'm with you. Salmon, there's there's some bad sushi press on, on salmon. There's some, some controversy there, but so help me. It is my absolute favorite fish in sushi. It's fatty and delicious and tender and mild every single time I have it, no matter where I have it. It's a great uh, base for any of these rolls. Cucumber has that freshness to it. I I love your description of this is describing sounds and colors, describing flavors and colors. Silver is right, both because of that that cooling, but not too cooling. It's not not like a peppermint completely. Just a nice, gentle, herbaceous mint from the Japanese mint. And the thing that I couldn't pick up was the umeboshi plum. Uh, I I noticed the flavor, but I didn't know what it was until you mentioned it, and I read the menu, and sure enough, there it is. And that's that tartness throughout. Definite, but uh, but not sharp. Ooh, it Uh, haunts the roll. Yes. The plum flavor haunts the roll. Like the ghost of sushi past? I'd say slightly stronger than a haunting, but it's definitely everywhere in it. Uh, Also something we got in the middle of the meal. And I will, I will fully disclose that I am not going to do a good job describing this from because I only had, I think I had one or two pieces. But this is a morawase, which is the five-piece uh, nigiri chef's special. Now, what is kind of cool is there are five pieces served out, so sliced fish over rice, and it is brought out on a wood plank. And it is meant for a single individual because... Uh, she came out and said, hey, chef recommends eating the fish from left to right, uh, in this case, and eating them in order. I have had this before, and I have had one of my own, and I can tell you the progression of flavors is awesome because they are different. There's a couple that uh, were similar and uh, a couple that were just 180s, and since it is chef special, this may change any time that you were to go out and order that. So all I will say is, the bite that I had off of this was similarly delicious, um, not as complex because it is a single layer of fish with rice. So where these other rolls are, well, it's a roll. It's got a whole bunch of different ingredients. Or um, This was more straightforward, but similarly fresh and straightforwardly delicious. Uh, gents, any comments that you would like to add to that? I believe I had the second and last roll. You had the first roll, correct? I believe that to be and then yeah, TJ had three somewhere and in there. Four, I think. Yeah, because I, I think you requested uh, a the specific salmon. bite. Yeah, I requested yes. the salmon off of there. And then TJ requested the one with the silver on it. I don't remember what fish that was, but uh this here was 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 the baseline of, of quality. Like it's just rice, it's just fish, and it's just delicious. I don't know if uh Dave Yoshitomo has his own private pond in the restaurant where he's just pulling these fish out the water. But wow. There like I said, there's sushi and then there's Yoshitomo. I, I, I love this. I would have loved to tried the progression from one to five. But uh what I did have, it was it was great. Amazing. Uh TJ, do you do you have any comments you would like to add on the Morawase? Uh keeping it relatively simple because I had one piece of relatively simple sushi. Um, this is, you know, it's sliced fish, 
over a rice ball, maybe with a little bit of extra something on top. But what we had was kind of a baseline. So yes, I did indeed request one fish specifically. And it was, I believe, the second from the left, the toro. Because, generally speaking, if I'm going to have a... It was, it was a mostly homogenous, uh, reddish tuna color. And generally speaking, a simple slice of that over nothing but rice is something I don't enjoy all that much. It's almost always tough. Um, it's almost always the fishiest of the bunch, uh, yellowtail being its, it's first or second next to that, that yellowtail problem I have uh, and did not have here. But if I wanted to know as much as possible about the ingredients themselves and the simplest preparation I could possibly have here, that slice of toro over the top of some rice was going to tell me a lot about it. And so help me, it was mild and tender and delicious and pretty much perfect. It, it speaks very strongly to the quality of ingredients involved here as much as the skill of the chefs or the, I, I don't know what a junior sushi, you know, a one below the primary chef is if you have a sushi, a, a, a sushi chef. Sushi chef. That's, that's a toughie. Uh, no, it's, it's called sushi elf. It's fine. <laughs> the sushi elf. It speaks to the <laughs> skill of the sushi elves, 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 which is uh, a lot easier to say than Sue Sushi Chef five times <laughs> you fast. You pretty good. But it, it speaks well to, to uh, as, much as, as much as their skill, it speaks very much to the, the freshness and the quality of the ingredients happening here. It's a very good idea of that. And uh, this plate on the whole... Um, I'm not sure how much we'll get into it in the wrap-up of this episode. It may be a, a theme going on. I think I've talked about it a little bit. But there's a certain something to the the model of restaurants and the, the purpose of restaurants, especially in certain types of economic circumstances or even how we should be eating, speaking fiscally, environmentally, all that, where much of the purpose of a restaurant should be going there for something special and being able to really put yourselves in the hands of the chef or the cook or whoever is back there to make you what they think is good. They, they should be able to bring you out a plate of wonderfulness and you shouldn't need to, to add anything or to mess with it. It is, it is wonderful to, to be able to taste the chef's intentions to have what they want you to experience and experience it that way because at the end of the day, that's really what you're going to the restaurant for. So I like this, this relatively simple dish, this progression of flavors, and not knowing what it is, just saying to, to the chef, I want to, to try what you want me to experience. I want to have this experience, your food at your restaurant your way and I want to know what this is like and to have even that eating advice of the order, the progression that's, of flavors. That's fun in itself is, is when they've thought about that that much that it's like, please have these bites in this order. Oh, it's our next roll. Let's, let's let it in. Speaking of something that is very different than, than I have had before is our last roll, which is the Osaka, which is shrimp tempura. Crab, Japanese mayo, tonkatsu sauce, which got me kind of interested, and bonito flakes. And this roll is really interesting because it is a dish with literal movement. The roll is torched 
and the bonito flakes go on top and they are paper thin and when the roll is served on your table the bonito flakes are moving and not not like subtly either like i i they weren't flapping in the winter breeze but they continuously moved for a significant duration of time and i took a video of this and we'll we'll post it uh, out there on our socials and maybe even on our fatterdayomaha.com website but on even if you didn't eat this roll <laughs> even if you just ordered it for the wow factor it's cool uh for I, I think I started off most of these rolls uh, from a from a taste perspective. So, uh, Sam, why don't you lead us off a little bit with uh, some flavorings on this guy? This is the the wow factor for the evening. Not that anything else wasn't delicious and wow and tasty, but this one had the visual wow to it. Um, the flakes contracted, expanded, waved to you, if you will. But my only problem with this roll and that's not really a problem, is this is the only roll in my eyes that did not come with you in flavor waves. Uh, the Japanese, it was a Japanese mayo that's on there? Japanese mayo, that is correct. That was a little overpowering for me. It kind of melded everything together flavor-wise. Um, I could still tell what was in there, but uh, I don't know if he had a dollop or a, a spoonful or whatever pseudo-measuring science was used for the mayo, but... Uh, a little too much for my liking, but still, it was delicious. Still a visual treat. Um, I don't have a descriptor up, and I don't know where the descriptor is, um, but I really enjoyed it. Again, this this would be that that roll that I think we ordered it at the right time. To be honest, to close the show, this is yeah. this is the roll the, the the roll that closes the show. If you're out on a romantic date, keep this one tucked up your sleeve. It's tasty. It's good. Um, just order it last and 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 let let your your date just sit there and marvel at the motion on the plate because it's really something neat. It's kind of like a dancing octopus, but not as creepy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's still kind of weird that your food is kind of in an air Moving. ocean, if you will. They're like waves kind of just happening on your yeah. food, but uh, it, it was still good. I just wish I could tone that mayo back just a touch. See, I would, and this is a. a uh, definitely a preference thing for me as well is is the shrimp tempura. I, I think for me the tempura was a little overpowering for me. Just where the other rolls were and, and this is the only one that had like a fried, you know, battered type component on it. So sure. okay, makes total makes total sense. I think I enjoyed the the clean individual flavors that that combined or moved around on those other rolls where this one was with that tempura for me was a little bit much on on uh that side of things but somebody that's looking for shrimp tempura this would be perfect however wonderfully prepared visually stunning on presentation alone the first time you go to yoshitomo you should order this because i've never seen anything like it and i think it's really awesome uh super fun super fun roll just to get a little bit more of a uh, a visual description in here, uh, Bonito, uh, often described, and I I may have to fact check myself on this, but I'm pretty sure Skipjack is the uh, the United States or, or English uh, description of the tuna that goes into Bonito, and then uh, 
it is in this case dried and then shaved in very very thin in this case papery thin Paper. like you can see through them uh fairly fairly good sized flakes as uh, bonito goes if you've ever purchased it from like an asian market or somewhere they're usually much smaller these are pretty pretty decent sized uh shavings they might may have even been done fresh i've i've heard of it i've only seen alton brown do it but i know it's a a possibility but they were good-sized, see-through flakes of that dried skipjack that were torched. So they're, they're so thin that that heat differential and the cooling thereof uh, affects them considerably. So yes, my, my plate came out waving at me at first kind of gently, and then some of those larger flakes started to cool, and it was fairly dramatic. Uh, I was not expecting that. And I agree as... As much as I hate to conjure any negative imagery here, Sam's right. It's exactly like the uh, the soy sauce waving octopus, but not creepy like that. <laughs> well, that is all of our rolls, foods. We had traversed, my goodness, every everything, our, our travels to the North Pole of sushi. And let us get to the wrap-up. And, of course, we all dined in, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We're all together, mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. this restaurant has... Mm-hmm. The gracious opportunity to be placed upon our Frampton scale, our Saturday Omaha scale of epicness, which is measured in zero to five in half steps only. And again, being anywhere on this scale, even at a small point five, is awesome. It's like a Michelin star for your restaurant. It means that we are placing it on the Saturday Omaha scale of epicness. And Sam, Sam at our Fatmas party. You know, we talk about our, our essence of Saturday and friendship and what it is to consume food together and talk amongst ourselves and etc. You have a way to relate the Frampton scale to our people out there. And, and what is that, sir? I like to break it down as, is this someplace I would want to show off to someone who is from out of town, family, friends, whatever? Be like, you know what we got in Omaha? Come check this out. There's nothing like it that is anywhere. But I mean, you know, there's something like something everywhere. But this is something that I, I, I want to show Omaha off for. And be like, check this place out. It's awesome. They'll go back home and be like, you guess what I had in Omaha? It's so cool. And that's kind of what it has to deal with. Sam, I think you rarely lead off these Frampton discussions. Would you, would you like to start, sir? I will start out just because you asked. And I'm into granting Fatter Day wishes. Fat, oh, fat miss wishes, excuse me. I forgot it's a holiday. Um, <clears throat> do, do I speak the number first? Yes, I do. I speak the number first. 3.5. Um, it would easily be a 4.5 to a 5 if we did the, the private one-on-one thing that we'll oh, talk the about. Omakase. Yeah. The Omakase. That easily brings it to a 4.5 to a 5. But... Since I didn't have that that experience, it's going to sit at a three point five for now. Um, everything, top to bottom, beginning to end, left to right, diagonal corner to the other diagonal corner, uh, diagonal corner to caddy corner. Let's get let's do that right. Um, delicious, delicious, delicious. I haven't had this rich of flavor of food. Many many moons. You 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 summarized it perfectly when we got done eating. 
and you said, you know, Sam, this, this reminds me of the first and second time that we had Rodizio, and we just stared out the window, contemplating all that is in life, and knowing that we just tasted something wonderful, something special, something that just elevates your soul, picks up your overall being, and just makes the world a better place. It's exactly what Yoshitomo is to me. Um, I, I really want to try the one-on-one session. I really want to give this a five, but uh, that's going to have to be reserved for a later day because that's that's quite a an experience that requires a, a little bit more dedication, if you will. Um, but easily, 3.5 all day. Um, I don't think I've, we've rated many sushi places on this, on this radio show slash podcast. So, uh, everybody else, you're gonna need to get on that level because, well, you don't don't need to get on that level. Just, uh, know that there's, there is a king in town and his name is David Yoshitomo. Uh, yeah, Uh, I can't wait to go back. I'm definitely going to take the wife. In fact, you know, as we left, the the restaurant, the establishment, the the cabin of sushi with the sushi elves, and we peeked into the the room where the private tour happens. And ah, the omakase. You, you you said it would just be boring or 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 not enough. It was just three of us. I'm like, well, I'll bring my wife. She's like, well, does she doesn't really like sushi. I was like, yeah, she kind of likes it. But then I told her about it, and she's like, let's go, let's do it, let's sign the dotted line, let's meet the great wizard of Oz and let's have a sushi experience of a lifetime. And I'm excited for it. I think that would be super wonderful. Um, wait staff was a plus, uh, our, yes. our server was on top of it. Drinks are always full. She was always there asking what we needed next. She's very polite. Yes. Shout outs to the wait staff, shout outs to the sushi chefs, the sushi elves. Um, I had a wonderful, wonderful experience. If this is my first Fat Miss party, I cannot wait for year two because, uh, <laughs> dang, I don't, I can't see where you take it from here, but it, it's going to have to be epic, sir. Oh, I've, I've got uh, big Christmas boots to fill and a, a you know, sleigh and et cetera. I would like to give Yoshitomo a 4.5 on the Frampton scale. I don't think there is better sushi that I have experienced in the city. I am not a sushi expert. I will be very clear. I enjoyed my meal so much. I enjoyed that every roll had its own unique qualities. I enjoyed that our server was attentive, could explain everything we had. We knew the progression of things on our sampler. I think it's more like a sushi book. It's like you had the preface. You had a forward. You had chapters. You had different things happen. There were different characters in our meal. And the fact that I got to enjoy our, our fatness party with, with you two gents, and we got to experience these things together, made it all the more fatter day, all the more fatness. I'm not sure how we're going to top this one next year maybe it's the omakase but i think we're going to do that before before next year i would hope so um it's the reason that you go out to a restaurant is to have an experience like this 
And so uh, 4.5 for me. Absolutely incredible. TJ? So I have tried to make sure that if I have a criticism, it is voiced so that we are being honest with our listeners. And I, I, have, I have even given some pushback on some dishes, I think recently, in fact, to both of you, Sam, Sam, now with your 3.5 and Dave with your 4.5, super critical TJ is going to speak. I give it a five. <laughs> <laughs> and so help me Yoshitomo once for nothing. I cannot find a single flaw. I enjoyed my experience and every last bit of it, including, if not even especially, in, in addition to those delicious flavors, I love the way the service is done. Because sushi is small bites of things where the flavors should be, the ingredients have to be top quality. Even just for health reasons, the fish has to be extremely high quality, even even in bare-bones sushi. And this is high-end sushi. So the fish is the top of the top. It's truly excellent. All the ingredients are, are very good and stand out and, and speak for themselves. And you get to taste each one and savor. And you're having these, these small bites of relatively simple food. It's not a billion things jammed together. There's not a lot of cooking involved, if any true heat cooking is involved. They're, they're meant to be enjoyed and savored and all of these ingredients tasted. So having them with a little bit of space in between, having things brought out as fresh as they can possibly be, we're not trying to bring everything to the table at once, when it's ready, it comes to your table, and you enjoy it, and the next thing will probably come a little bit afterwards. So you have time to sit and savor and think about it. This is the, the cadence, the flavor, the service was there, the atmosphere was there. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I, I can't think of anything that this is lacking. This is as, as close to perfect as you're going to get for an experience in this world. I have to give it a five. This meal with you gentlemen is one of my top meals that I have ever eaten, period. And uh, we will sign it off on this uh, first ever uh, officially titled Fatmas episode. And with that, I'm Dave. Merry Fatmas. I'm Sam. Ho, ho, ho! Jingle fish? I'm TJ. <laughs> and we hope you're... Your fatness and all holiday celebrations are wonderful, and uh, hopefully the food you eat is wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to us, and until we eat again, please uh, share this with somebody who's hungry. And Sam, what else do we tell them? Eat this. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatty Omaha. Many thanks to you, the listener, for listening to our show. This is our last episode for 2021, so next time we'll be in 2022. Stay hungry! It is my absolute favorite fish in sushi. In sushi.